So, oh, hold on. Okay, okay, all right, I'm here. How you, hey, Steve, how you going? Yeah, I'm all right, how you going? Yeah, I'm good. Except someone, someone stole my identity. Um, yeah, who does that? I don't know, some weird people. Yeah. Oh, so well. Obviously people who, who really don't like themselves. Some mothers do ever, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Right. <clears throat> so, what, so what's been happening? So apart from having my identity stolen, which is kind of like some horror movie, um, apart from that, yeah, just work and running and... and um, uh, running running far? Uh, no, just short runs, really. The longest run I've done for ages was 15 kilometres on Tyree Mouth Millennium Trail when I oh, came, okay. came out to okay. your place. And, and how did that go? That was really nice. It was a pretty run. I like that track. There's lots of up and down and round and corner bits and, and dirt and trail and bush and birds and river and sky and sky and river and birds and bush. Yep, yep, And yep. I was running with Michael and that was kind of nice too. Oh, okay, you yeah, know, I suppose it would be, yeah. And um, yeah, there's a surprising amount of elevation in that, that, um, that track actually. Yeah, there's quite a lot of up and down. Did I say up and down? Because it goes up and down and up and down yeah, and yeah, up and down. Yeah. 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 And um, oh, but yeah. obviously they would have made it in like '99, yeah. not 2000, because it would have been late. Yep. Yep. That would be right. They'd have to do it before the clocks changed. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Because well, when did the millennium start? Was that 2001 or 2000? Because you could you could argue that two thousand was the end of the last millennium. Well, I remember the the whole Y two K thing. Yeah. I was, I was, I, I was, um, I was waiting. I wanted to see if all the lights and stuff would turn off, and yeah, you know, like when all the computers like wig out, and <coughs> and obviously it didn't happen. It was, yeah. Yeah, you remember the whole Y two K thing? Yeah, yeah, I can. Actually, that reminds me. I went to see that movie yesterday. And and that sort of did happen in that movie, and then this guy woke up because he got hit by a bus at exactly the same time that all the lights went out and all the computers stopped, and then he woke up in this other reality where couldn't people, the Beatles had never existed. Oh yes, that's right. Yep, and and he became good friends with Ed Sheeran, so it wasn't a particularly good world. It's a qualifier for Crush the Cargo, so it's you know got a, it's got a it's got a um, bit of a mystique to it, isn't it? Yeah, quite a bit of mystique. I was looking up. I was looking up some of the history to it, and there's quite a, a good list of of runners who have done. Oh, it. How, how many years has it been going for? Oh, uh, it's it, the race started like the way it is. It only started about the 1990s, 1980s, I think, actually. Right. Yeah. But but um, like 1980s as as it is, but none of those winners have actually ever managed to crush the cargo. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Which yep, is pretty yep. shocking, really. If it calls itself a really tough race, but none of those people who have ever finished it have managed to crush the cargo. I thought that's, that's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. Good but, to know. Yeah. Well, any, anyway, where are we going to... Um, where was um, Glenn waiting... Was Glenn waiting on, on us to give him a call or something? Oh, he's bound to be. He's probably he's probably standing on the side of the road somewhere just waiting for that. So let's try now, eh? I'll just I'll just push this yeah. button and see what happens. So, so is this is this a three way? Not yet. So I'm gonna try here. I'll try Steve. So I couldn't get through to Bruce, so I'm gonna try Steve. Steve Barton. Okay. It might be a bit tricky. Because they're like in the middle of the desert somewhere. We're 10 miles from Lone Pine. Oh, there you go. Hello, how are you? Hello. I'm good. You all right? Yeah, there's Steve. Who are we, who are we talking to? We're in a vet. Steve Barton. 
Oh, Steve Barton. How's Clean going? Emily Sutton and our photographer Dirk, and we're in the back of a smelly van that's a real mess. Oh, right, right, okay. It's 2.30 in the morning, and we're trying to hustle the 10 miles to Lone Pine, which is the start of the final climb up to Mount Whitney. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, Glenn Glenn once gave me some sage advice when I um, I sort of began my my running, Um, and you might want to share it with him, but he said... um, Go, go hard and hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in the hold on bit at the moment. <laughs> yeah. How is yeah. he? How's he going? How's he looking? He's pretty. He's pretty tired. I'll go and find him for you, but you might only get grunts. But we'll give it a crack. Oh, grunts would be awesome. Yeah, grunts is a good start. That's probably it's twenty-five amazing. degrees and dark in the desert yeah. at the moment. Oh, nice. Well, we've, Sounds we've like had, luxury. We've had work noises on the podcast. Yeah, that's probably the most yeah. intelligent. It's actually mild and quite nice because it's been bloody hot earlier on. Yeah. Um, so it's nice now. It's cooled right down. So only like 23 miles to go. Yeah. He's done 110. So what, that's, that's like less than a marathon, isn't it? It's, it's, it's 10 miles to Lone Pine and then the Mount Whitney climb is 13 miles long. But we're thinking that climb's took, that took Glenn five and a half hours last time. Oh, okay. How many hours? Is, how many hours has it been going now? Uh, we uh, well, if we're gonna we're gonna finish in roughly forty hours. We yeah. started at nine thirty p.m. our time Monday night. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna be just under the forty hours somewhere. I would say. Yeah. Um. So at 9.30 our time, so we're at 2.30 in the morning now, so in another seven hours, we'll be 36 hours. Right, yep. Oh, it's bloody rough, isn't it? It's tough. It's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. Now, what about, um, how's Greg yeah, getting on? Did he find some KFC over there? Yeah. <laughs> he is an absolute machine, I tell you. <laughs> Stand by for Glenn. He, he can sniff out chicken anywhere. <laughs> Hey, Steve. Hey, is that Glenn? Good man. How's hey, how you going, man? Oh, just uh, just slogging it out, to be honest. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been a bit of a long couple of days. Yeah. Well, it's only one and a half days so far. What's that? It's only one and a half days so far. Seems longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We'll, I'll make it. It'll just, uh, yeah, just a bit more effort yet. You've got That's a huge. Right. You've got a huge amount of people tracking you on Facebook here, eh? Yeah, I, I haven't been made to get Facebook. I've been over here, so it's been yeah, sort of hearing messages secondhand, and yeah, but yeah, sounds like it's a great following. No, it's really good. Great stuff. Hey, Glenn. Um, so after you finish, are you gonna are you, are you heading up Vegas? Yeah, we are actually. We are going to Vegas for <laughs> two nights. <laughs> Are you are you, go, are you going to get the stairs? Go up the stairs, or are you going to catch the lift? Um, yeah. Well, last time I was in Vegas was uh, 2014 when I did Bad Water, and I'd said I'd never go back. It's just such a crazy place, and <laughs> I ended up wearing Crocs that night because my feet were that swollen they wouldn't fit in my typical shoes. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've I've got a foolproof plan for winning on the roulette, so um, I don't know if I can share it here, but um, maybe when you get back. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what what are you two up to anyway? Are you podcasting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only chance to get nice. to interview you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good, good job. Yeah. But, have, um, you had, have you had any um, hallucinations? Oh, not yet, but uh, so the key thing over here is uh, is ice. You know, it's that bloody hot. It's um, you 
you got these, you know, wrap ice around your neck and all your pulse points and, and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So there's not too many opportunities where you can get ice. So you just got to get it and you got to get chilly bins and look after it. And yeah, it's all about keeping yourself cool. So the environment yeah. is just so unbelievable. It's yeah, yeah, it's very hard to describe. What was the hottest temperature it got to for you guys? Oh, we were down at Devil's Golf Course, which is uh, down by um, Badwater Basin, and that was uh, it was 54 degrees about four o'clock in the afternoon. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. the temperatures for the race have, have been a bit kinder. Yeah. So it hasn't been a hot year, so which is. I think it's made it easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's 95 starters, and no doubt there'll be a few that have pulled out and didn't make the, the time cutoffs and, and what have you. So um, as I'm looking now, I'm looking over to the Mount Whitney, which is the finish line, and you can see the lights of the vehicles going up there. And yeah, it's pretty cool, eh? So some people are yeah, finishing cool. already. Yeah, I believe the winner did it in the course record of 21 hours. Ooh, wow. Holy crap. Yep. So he had the how, previous... How is that even possible? From... What's that? How, how is that even possible? Oh, no. I mean, these guys live in hot temperatures and stuff, so I guess it's, you know, it's a bit easier yeah, for I, them. I, I, um, I bet they didn't have heat boxes in their garage. <laughs> Yeah, I was down um, in the race today, obviously, and uh, who should pop up is Agent Armstrong. Yeah, what's he doing uh, over there? Yeah, he, uh, well, he's of he's running. That's what I see to him. He's running. Um, possibly Toho coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he said. Yeah. Um, and he says, oh, I just thought I'd pop down and I heard that you were running Glen and say g'day. So he turned up on the race course and I thought, shit, I know that guy. That's pretty awesome. So it's pretty yeah, cool, he's, eh? He's a nice fellow, isn't he? You know, world's a big, he's, yeah, he's a good bugger. You know, world's a big place, but... Um, and yeah, you had, you had uh, Rod... Rod that, you know. Yeah, you had Rod Dixon come and say g'day too, is that right? Yeah, yeah, a few days before the race. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe he's, yeah, he's coming runner. up to the finish line uh, this morning as well. So, yeah, um, yeah he's, a, he's a real character. Yeah. What's he doing there? Does he live over there now? Yeah, yeah, he lives over here and he um, he runs a business where he gets um, sort of young kids into, into sport and stuff like that. Oh, cool. what? Sorry? Privileged kids. So, yeah. Sport, Andrew. He's a real wire, he's a real enthusiastic sort of a chap. So, yeah, yeah real nice yeah, guy. Into, like, sweatshops or something. <laughs> into, like, into fact, chained to factory machines. <laughs> don't, they, don't they use children I for, like, know. the you know the chimneys, for the chimney sweeps? <laughs> you know, like Oliver Twist. They send the kids down to clean it up because they fit in the chimney nice. <laughs> Well, could be. Could <coughs> oh, this is a bit of history, Oh, boys, like, hey, look, I better carry on and, and yeah. get running this, uh, yeah. this wee race. You better catch all those people in front of you, man. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've, we've caught a few so far, so oh, awesome. I've got the, the current 24-hour uh, track champion, oh. Mr. Greg Yee, running with me at the moment and supporting. Yep, yep. Yeah, this, so it's... Oh. Uh, Hi Greg. Yeah. Hi Greg. Did Greg find a KFC? His major sponsor is KFC. Yes. Unfortunately, there is no KFC over here in, in the and, desert. Uh, one word of advice, Glenn, uh, um, if you're still there. Yep. What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it probably goes for Death Valley too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, uh, good, really yeah, good to talk mate. to you, man. Yeah. Cheers, eh? Yeah, you guys too, eh? Yeah. Take it easy right. and no doubt we'll bump yep. into one another when, yep. when I get back. Yeah, yeah, we'll try and beat you at Naseby this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Still doing the two round Oh, pub run. Pub next week. Yeah, we'll see you there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Okay, see you, mate. Yeah, see Thanks. you, mate. Cheers, Glenn. Oh, that was kind of random. I I thought that was kind of random. So, yeah, that's Glenn Sutton. Uh, Only 20 miles left of the Badwater 135 miler. (laughs) I thought he sounded um, remarkably well for some of the runs as far as he has so far. Well, it is only the second toughest foot race in the world. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah, and he's and he's still got you know twenty three miles to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. so you wanted to do bad water at one stage, didn't you? Oh, maybe I still will. Really? Yeah, maybe. So you like the idea of your feet swelling up so much you can only wear Crocs? Um, don't like the idea of wearing Crocs. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, who wears Crocs? Well, I thought bare feet would be a good option, but yeah. Wouldn't running in sandals like be a good idea? I reckon, why don't, I mean, you know, at Badwater they talk about it being so hot that your shoes melt. So why don't they just wear bare feet? Um, so their feet melt. Well, feet can be replaced. It's easy to grow new feet. You can't grow new shoes. Yeah, we, we've had this talk about you being a qualified doctor, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and you just mentioned growing feet. <laughs> what sort of doctor are you? <laughs> anyway, so if you've wanted to do bad water, what do you know about bad water? Um, well, I know it gets really hot. 54 degrees, apparently. It's really long and it's really hot. Um... And there's a like a shit ton of elevation, isn't there? Uh, there's about four thousand meters of elevation, I think. Um, oh. Hold on, hold on. There is, there is. Look, I've got yeah, fourteen thousand five hundred feet, and it's four thousand four hundred meters of elevation, and only one eight one thousand eight hundred of descent. Right. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound too hard. There's not much downhill. Yeah. It's because uh, it, it go, goes from the lowest point in the United States to the highest point in the contiguous United States. What does that mean? That means the United States, if they forget about their other states that aren't joined to the United States. So is there um, the, somewhere higher in Hawaii or Alaska? Like yeah. Denali must be higher. There's... Isn't Denali the highest mountain in North America? Correct. Denali is the highest mountain at 6,190 metres in Alaska. Yeah, I was just guessing that because I know, apart from having a cool name, um, I heard there's something significant about it. So I was thinking, oh, no, it can't be bigger than the mountains in the Andes. What was it? Is that actually the biggest mountain in the Andes? I think it's a Kongagua. A Kongagua. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. In fact, if you if you take the height of the mountain from the center of the Earth, that's the highest in the world. What? Say that again. If you if you measured the mountain from the center of the Earth, a Kongagua yeah. is the highest in the world. I thought there was one in Hawaii that was like that. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to get back to our statistician, but um. No, no, yeah. no, no, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, that, like, um, like, the, the, some mountain in, what, the highest one in Hawaii or something from it to space, which yeah. is obviously, like, I don't know, yeah, that's the highest. No, I'm pretty sure it's a Kongagua. I'm quickly Googling this, because... No, don't tell me that you're actually a doctor of geography. Oh, geology. I, oh, no. Would it be, is it actually, geography or it, geology? It, it, actually, it's, it, it's, it's Chimborazo. There you go. There you go. There it's go. Chimborazo. What, the and it's Ecuador. It's in Ecuador. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. The ones that are furthest from the centre of the earth. But well, that, that, would be, that, that would be a good one to do a qualifier for um, Crush Chicago. Well, they should go from the lowest point in, in North America <coughs> to the highest point in South America. That would be a better race, wouldn't it? 
So it goes from the highest to the lowest point in South America. Well, if you went from the lowest point in North America to the highest point in South America, that would be from Badwater Basin all the way to the top of Chimborazo. Right, okay. That would be quite a good race. But apparently, oh, there's actually 10 mountains in Alaska that are taller than Mount Whitney. Oh, wow. Look at that. Alaska has the 10 highest mountains in the United States. Oh, there you go. I'm still, I'm still, there's one, oh, I don't know, there's one about, no, oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, above sea level, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Who cares, mountains. Mountains. Um, there's only one mountain I care about. Mount Cargill, yep. Yeah, of course. Hey, what do you reckon if we did a, uh, a bad water race in New Zealand, what would you want to do? If we did a bad water race in New Zealand, hmm. well, it's it's actually the exact same distance from um, the Octagon, yep, um, to Watna Place in Invercargill. One hundred and thirty-five miles, really? Yeah, yep. But... It's the exact same distance going um, going via Gore. Let's stick into State Highway One. Right. All right. Wow. But that's, yeah, so that's not, it's not the same as going from the lowest place to the highest place, though, is it? Sorry? It's not the same as going from the lowest place to the highest place, though, is it? Because you'll be going from Dunedin to Invercargill. And you can't, uh, you can't really say that Invercargill is higher than Dunedin. Is that what you have to do? Well, that's what Badwater's about, yeah. That was the point of it. It was going from the lowest place to the highest place. Yeah, I'd rather finish in Invercargill. Yeah, but that's going from high to low. That's like going yeah, down. Yeah, but you're finishing it in Invercargill. Yeah, that's a bit of a low point, really. Well, um, wouldn't that make it harder knowing your destination's in Invercargill? <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was... No, I'm allowed to make that joke because I'm from Invercargill. Yeah, you are. That's true. I'm not permission to clarify. <laughs> and... And and you have um, family connections in Gore, I believe. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you'd be going through a low point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. But actually, did you know that the lowest place in New Zealand is in the Tyree Plains near yes, the airport? I've been, I've been there. One three five Kirk's Drain Road. You've been yes, there. Yes, I, I discovered that entirely by accident. Really. Yeah, um, yeah, well, actually, well, geocaching. Oh, I thought you might have been... No, I never knew that. I reckon that's a really interesting thing that nobody around here knows about. Oh, Matt Bixley does, because he told me, but, yep. Yeah, well... He knows knows everything to do with numbers. He's a a very wise and old man. Well, he knows everything to do with numbers, anyway. Yeah, and low points. And low points. But another statistic he told me, because he's good with statistics, was that um, uh, it's only uh, a marathon distance from that low point near the airport to the top of Mount Cargill. So that could be a marathon. I like that. Yep. So that could be a, a bad water marathon in New Zealand. I also think it's a, I think it's about um, it's about forty two k's around um, Lake Waihola too, the shortest way via road. But I like the idea of finishing on Mount Cargill. Yeah, we well, could do a lap of Waihola and then go up Mount Cargill. That would make it a really boring race. All right. Well, so, hey. oh, hang on. Is that to the top of Mount Cargill via? Um, like the road, or like via the Bethune's Gully. So another interesting fact was that it's about roughly 135 miles if you ran from that lowest point to the most inland point, which is on Northburn Station. That's the most inland point? Yeah, in New Zealand. So that you could go from 135 Kirk's Drain Road for 135 miles... And you've got How is that to... the most inland? How's that the most inland place in New in the in New Zealand, or oh. in the South Island? Is it South Island or New Zealand? New Zealand, yep. Really? Yeah. I thought like somewhere in the middle of the North Island would be. 
No, no, because um, North Island's got all those skinny bits where it kind of gets pinched into its, at its waist. And what about like sort of, let's say, down to the like, bottom right of Taupo somewhere down in there? No, 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 it's, it's, it's Cromwell because the South Island bulges out. It's got that fat bit at the bottom. Yeah, where fat bottom island. It's a fat bottom island where North, North Island is like a, a skinny waist. Okay, is that something that Terry told you? Yes, (laughs) but I did Google it as well after Matt told me also. Oh, okay, well, if it's coming from Matt, I'd believe it. Actually, we should should get him on sometime. Oh, yeah, we should. We all have to turn, call it uh, the the most um, least uh, child-friendly episode ever, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cool. And we should actually we should also get him on our Kepler special that we'll be recording live at um, Kepler HQ. Hi Archie. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I oh, did you hear Archie in the background. Yeah, I did hear Archie in the background. Anyway, anyway, back to Bad Water. So. Oh okay. Oh, I, I nearly forgot. What? About Bad Water. You forgot what? Well, you distracted me. I don't distract you, you're distracted anyway. You're always distracted. I've paid, I've mostly paid attention to this conversation. You have, but, um, but, yeah, um, what, so we're talking about bad water still? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Um, how many New Zealanders have done it before? There's um, Glenn, Lisa Tumity, uh, obviously, everyone... You know, she was, um, Dario, she was on, um, like, 60 Minutes or something, and they, like, cooked an egg on the side of the road to show how hot it was. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, the news, the, the TV crew did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, there must have been more than those two. Yeah, I don't know. I know, um, one of, one of Glenn's ideas was that he would like to get, um, the fast, New Zealand's fastest time at Badwater. I don't think he's going to do that. Oh, bloody hell, just finishing it's something, isn't it? It certainly is. It's pretty amazing. And yeah. do, they, do they get a belt buckle for bad water? Yeah, they do. They get quite a nice one. Mm. Yep. Okay, we, yeah, we've got quite a nice one. For Crush the Cargill? Well, I mean, it's not really... Um, yeah, didn't we do Didn't we do the... I oh, know that... No, there was the other one. There was... Yeah, sorry. There was the beer coasters. Yeah, the BS coasters were quite nice. Yeah, they were good coasters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, what do you reckon um, Glenn's going to get up to in Vegas? What would you get up to in Vegas? I think I would just go for a, a sit in a pool. Oh, okay. On a rooftop. Yeah, yeah. A rooftop would you, pool. Would you, um, like, renew... Renew your vows in like one of those Elvis wedding chapels. <laughs> as, as long as Wendy's there too, obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know I'm a marriage celebrant? <laughs> Actually, we I don't think we advertise that enough on Crush the Cargo. No, we haven't. You're right. Because um, yeah. wouldn't it be great if we got to do like an actual um, like wedding on Mount Cargo? That would be pretty cool. I don't, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I don't think we should podcast it, though. Well, I don't know. It depends on the people, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon, yeah. Well, anyway... Um, back to bad water. Back to bad water, yeah. Bad water. So, we don't know how many New Zealanders have ever done bad water. A few of them have, though. Yeah, well, no, yeah, I just don't know who that... Yeah, but anyway, most importantly, Glenn's doing it for the third time, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but how do you get into bad water? I think you, they say you have to be invited. Right. But it's kind of like you just have to apply and if they like you, they'll accept you. Oh, okay. Because there's only 90 people and they've got hundreds of people who want to get in. Right, right, right. So yeah. how, would, how, would you sell, how would you sell yourself? Ooh, I you mean, say if, to... you, if, if you're Adam Keane, how would you yeah. sell yourself to... Um, to, to the bad waterers? Uh, I think I'd say that I'm really um, tough. Um, 
that I got second in the last person standing event in New Zealand. Um, the the loser won, you know, the one up north. Um, I think the, I'd, win, the winner was a bigger loser. Yeah, yeah. I'd point out some of my other, you know, achievements like you know doing Naseby Miler and um, Northburn Miler and and uh, uh, yeah, things like that. Um, I think you know. He's done Dunedin Park Run once, hasn't he? I think he might have done that just for the yeah, um, just for the kudos. You'd have to point out, of course, that he's done pretty well and and crushed the cargo. Yes. Um, yep. Although we're such an elite race, they probably haven't heard of it. Yeah. Um, I think you just have to talk about all the, the things you've done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, good stuff. Yeah, but it's quite fascinating, the people that have done it, because it's got, like, Dean Carnassus and Scott Jurek and um, Marshall Ulrich. Have you heard of him? Uh, he was, like, a big runner back in the 90s. Back in the 90s? Do people even care about running in the 90s? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I think the guy who won it, that guy that uh, Glenn talked about in 21 hours, is a Japanese guy. We have to look that up. When you, how is that even possible? 21 hours? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's a phenomenal, you must be on um, EPL or something. Yeah, well, well Dean Carnassus took 27 hours when he won wow. it. Wow. Okay, he's a pretty, like... Is he still an active runner? Is he doing stuff? I think he goes around talking to people about running. He probably does run, oh, but I don't, okay. I, I don't think he well, really competes now. Anymore. Yeah, he would only be in about his 40s or 50s. Just a Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Scott Jurek, he's, he did it. He, he won it 2005, 2006. Okay, 24 yep. hours, 25 hours. Yeah, he's a pretty handy runner. Yep. Pete Kostelnik in 2000. 16 did it in 21 hours. Okay. 21 hours, 56 minutes. Who, who is that, sorry? Pete Kostelnik. Pete Kostelnik. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, get this. They used to they used to have the race up to the summit of Mount Whitney. Now it's just at a trailhead for Mount Whitney. Right. So that means it went for an extra 11 miles. And all the way to the top of the mountain. So why did they change it? I don't know. Probably because they're soft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was um they've they've got records for people who have done like double bad waters and triple bad waters and quad bad waters. Oh, so how 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 do, how do you reckon Glenn's going the triple bad waters? <laughs> Well, it's triple at a time, so you go... Oh, it, it, all at once? Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> is that even possible? You wouldn't even be running out. You'd just walk the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and then there's people who have done it with um, uh, unassisted. So there's this guy, it was in 1994, Scott Weber became the first runner to cross from the summit of Mount Whitney to Badwater solo without a crew. So he went the other way. And he did it by pushing a baby jogger. I think I hung up on you. Oh, that was a silly thing to do. Anyway, yeah, there was this guy, um, Scott Weber, became the first runner to cross from the summit of Mount Whitney to Badwater solo without a crew. He did it by pushing a baby jogger with his supplies... Wow. When did he do that? 1994. What a mad bastard. I reckon. Well, he finished, well, he finished the race in the, in the time frame, in the cutoff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then there's this... Okay, here's a, here's a mad guy. In July 1999... So he, he went downhill, though, so it was a bit easier. But here's a guy. In 1999, Marshall Ulrich became the first runner to complete the... Badwater to Summit course, so that's going from the lowest point to the highest point. He did it without a crew or resupply, denying himself the use of artificial shade or outside aid of any kind. 
How's that? So he had to carry all his own gear and he couldn't stop in any man-made shelter. And wow. He, and he started with a hundred... So he would have had to carry all his water. Yeah. He started in a with a baby's jogger loaded with 102 kilograms of gear. That's kind of hardcore. That's very hardcore. It took him 77 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <coughs> oh, wow. I'm, st- I'm still debating... Um... Yeah, um, yeah, never mind. Yeah, what, whether to do it or not? Sorry? You'd still debating whether to do it or not? What, bad water? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a lot of commitment, isn't it? It's quite a commitment, yeah. But if you can yeah. do it, if you can do it unsupported, at least you wouldn't have to pay for a crew to get there. Well, that's a bonus, yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if they could do, like, um... Like, speaking of unsupported, uh, who was that runner? Mike Field. What did he do? Um, I remember when we were at Naseby last year, he turned up and he didn't have any crew. He just had his, like, chair in a chilli bin or something. Yeah. And he just turned up with that. But he didn't push it around with a baby jogger. No, 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 because at Naseby <laughs> you can, like, leave it there. But he yeah. did, but yeah, he didn't have a crew, so, you know, we are like, oh, yeah. You stay, stay by our tent if you want it. Oh, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, no, good fella. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Actually, you know the um, your Northburn lawnmower challenge, going up, um, doing a hundred k's at Northburn with a lawnmower. Well, that's something I haven't decided if I'm going to do it yet or not. Well, that would be really good training for pushing a buggy around Badwater. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, back breaking anyway. I haven't, I haven't tried carrying my arm um, lawnmower. Yeah, I've got I've got a frame to do it. Yeah. And um, I don't know, maybe I do Dunedin Park Run with a lawnmower. That's a good idea. Do you want to do that on Saturday? Um, I'll see. How I'll go. I'll 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 rig the I'll rig the um. I'll 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 hook the lawnmower up and see what happens. Well, if you do it, I'll um walk. I'll, I mean, I'll run with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All hey, right. Do you, Do you know why it's called bad water? Why? Because the water's bad? Well, the water is bad. But but uh, there's this really wacky story I read about this um, guy with his mule, and um, they were walking through the desert, and the mule found some water to drink, but wouldn't drink it, and, and, and the guy said, ah, that's bad water, and it's been called Bad Water Basin ever since. Oh, wow. That's a really well, stupid so, story. So somebody was, somebody was, like, around to hear him? Well... Well, that's the stupid part of it because if the donkey couldn't drink the water, it would have and it needed water, it would have died because it was fifty degrees. And if the guy didn't have water to share with the donkey, then he died. So no one would have been there to hear him. So I don't know how that worked out. Yeah. So I think it's a fake story. I think it's just called bad water because it's bad water. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I believe that story about the guy and his donkey. No. But it is yeah. bad water because it's like uh, it's a really low point and all the water soak, drains in and then evaporates off and all the salt's left. So it's really salty. So it's covered with um, salt. There's big salt plains there. So can you, it can you sprinkle it on your chips? Yeah, you could. Oh. It's, it's the same as table salt or it's mostly table salt. Right, okay. Yep. Yeah. But that, that's the irony though is the biggest... Medical problem with people running bad water is a lack of salt. Interesting. Yeah, because they get like hyponatremia, so they they have lots of water, but they don't get enough salt because it's harder to absorb the salt. And so, so then, what happens then if you don't have enough salt? So their body gets um, diluted. Their blood gets diluted. Oh, okay. With the water, and stops working. Oh, all right. I so could go, go into that in more depth if you want, because I've been lecturing on it this week. Do you want to know it in more depth? Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, prob- I'll probably experienced it, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah there's, a, there's a very good chance I've experienced. I mean, I've peed blood, so does it make you do that? Uh, no, that's when your kidneys are screwed. 
If I screw my kidneys, I've probably haven't had enough salt either. Yeah, and your and your muscles are breaking down because the the breakdown products from your muscles come out red. And I probably didn't have enough muscles to break down in the first place. Yeah, and that was one of the other medical things after bad water is they reckon if you looked at someone's muscles, it would look like minced meat. If you what? If you looked at someone's muscles after doing bad water, it would probably look like minced meat. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, no, um, yeah, well, maybe one day. <laughs> no, I think you should do it, man. Yeah. Well, I'll start with the lawnmower, so I might turn up at, um, yeah, I might do park run on, yeah, we'll see. Oh, do it, do it. Yeah. What's your reasons right. for not doing it? Sorry? What's your reasons for not doing it? All right, what are you going to carry? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> but did you did you get your aerodex in the mail? Oh look, I haven't even opened the mailbox because it's like like you only ever get like like bills or bad news, so like why don't I open it? Oh you better open it because you might have two pairs of aerodex in the mail. Oh, cool. Yep. Black black ones I take it. Yeah, I haven't even opened my packet yet because I'm I, I bet they're black. I bet they are. With yeah. a drawstring. Yeah. Hashtag so you... Aerodex. <laughs> Hashtag Aerodex. I wonder if Clean wears Aerodex. I don't think he does. Sorry? What 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 underwear do you wear in the desert? Yeah, we didn't ask him that, did we? No. Uh, he, he wears the he wears the um the, the old tight shorts, doesn't he? The bike shorts. Yeah, he does. He's actually got black ones and, and you know, I would have thought he'd want to wear white ones. Why would you wear white ones? Because the black ones will get hotter in the sun. Yeah, but imagine the stains you'd get in the black one. Oh, the white one. Ooh, no, I'd rather not. Yeah, well, I mean, they'd be looking pretty hideous if they were white. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, and when did it, when's Glenn getting back? Uh, I don't know. So I guess they go to Vegas. He'll be back. I don't know. He can't be away for that long. So is he going to be back before Wednesday? He might be. Oh, okay. Oh, it'd be funny if he did turn up for the pub run. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh dear. He's pretty crazy, and it's only a short run, and it's in the cold. <laughs> mm. As long as he can walk, I think he'd turn up for a run. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. What pub was it from tonight? Mornington. Mornington tonight. And um, we went up and down every road all the way along Highgate. So we actually did um, 400 metres of elevation. Oh, well, who was leading the run? Uh, Chris Taylor. Do you oh, know him? Yeah. Good stuff. Yep, good stuff, Chris. Thank you. It was an excellent run. No, a shit run. A shit run is a good run. How are the chips? Um, I thought the chips were pretty average, actually. Um, they came on with platters of um, onion rings and spring rolls and uh, even bits of um, beef schnitzel and sausage and stuff. So the, the extras were quite good. Probably not if you're vegetarian. But the chips themselves were... Oh, the crunch was good and um, still moist on the inside, but they're a bit cool. And some of them are still a bit greasy. But it wasn't a bad tasting oil. Yep. They gave him a 7.1, but I didn't think it deserved that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Who's leading the next run? Uh, Jamie. Jamie Sinclair from um, Concord. Oh, you, right. Okay. You're going to come. Cool. Well, I'm sure he, yeah. I'm sure he can talk about that on, the, on our, in our next podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. Anyway. Um, can you bring my axe back sometime? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, sorry, I didn't even end up using it, did I? Didn't you? No, because you just dragged the logs into the fire. Oh, we burnt them all. Yeah. That was a good bonfire, well done. Yeah, I'll have to get some more wood. You will, yep. Yeah. Okay, so if you could bring my ex back sometime, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah, on that note, can you look after Archie tomorrow night? No, I can't. Oh, bugger. Hmm. Never mind. 
Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, we oh, should no, probably... yeah, I'll bring the X back. Yeah, we oh, no, should. I'll bring, I'll bring, can I bring it to Parkrun? Yeah, no, it should be fine. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Um, so, um, so you know, this is the end of the podcast. What sort of music do we want for this podcast? Got any ideas of good songs that go with Bad Water? Oh, was it Bad Moon Rising or something? Bad Moon Rising, yeah. If you were, if you were running Bad Water, what would you listen to? Um, Kenny G. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's probably time to finish. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. have you finished recording? No, no, I'm still recording. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you mentioned Kenny G. GG <laughs> <laughs> Ellen. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, who's that French guy? Ooh, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, oh no! You mean, oh, you Serge mean the French Gain- one? <laughs> no, what the, the Serge Gainsbourg guy? No, you've lost me. <laughs> well, he does that. You know the the. Oh, uh, never mind. Okay, so something like Highway to Hell then. <laughs> well, what about some carpenters or something? Because he's a carpenter. <laughs> yeah that's true um close to you uh i'm up on top of the world looking oh that's kind of going with running up mountains but he doesn't go up the mountain he just kind of goes up the road beside it yep okay i could go for that one eh <laughs> yeah yeah cool excellent Okay, anyway, um, we should finish with a motivational quote. Have you got any in mind? Um, a motivational quote. Uh, oh, I'm struggling this week for a motivational quote. Did I come up with a motivational quote last week? No, no, I did. All right, do you want to come up with another one? I thought it was your turn. Oh, did I have Oh, this was this what you said you were planning for the Badwater special? No, but no, that wasn't really what I was thinking about. I just knew you wouldn't plan anyway, so I was just saying that to make you feel bad. Um, uh, okay. Um No, I'm saying this to make you feel bad too. It's okay. okay. But you don't have to feel bad. Anyway, here's one, here's one, here's one. Great things never come from comfort zones. How's that? If you were sitting on the couch watching the lotto draw and your numbers came up, yeah, that would be pretty great. <laughs> That's true. Okay, here's another one. Um, success doesn't just find you. Um, well, one's if you're somebody discovered by like a talent scout. How do you get motivated? I mean... <laughs> Okay, sometimes... Well, I think there's exceptions to rules, isn't there? There is, there is. So there's exceptions to motivational quotes also. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, here's one. Sometimes later becomes never. Do it now. Um, well, one was if I did it now and I got... Um... <laughs> <laughs> what if it's time for bed? <laughs> Exactly, it's late. If I went out and did it now, what, if it, what is that anyway? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's another one. The harder you work for something, the greater you'll feel when you achieve it. I'd probably feel like greater if I achieved with greater with minimal effort. Would you? Yeah, it's like, imagine if, you know, it's like... Um, you know, you ran like a, a sub three hour marathon without training. It'd be like, sweet. <laughs> I ran a sub three hour marathon. I didn't have to go through all that boring training. Yeah, that's true. Look at all that time I saved. Look at all that time I saved for like, like watching YouTube videos and. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, here, here's a good one. Dream bigger, do bigger. Dream bigger, do bigger. 
Bigot isn't always best, is it? No, that's true. That's a good point. It depends on your dream, really, doesn't it? That, that, that's sizest. That's sizest. <laughs> Um, okay, do something today that your future self will thank you for. Well, that's been a bit presumptuous, isn't it? <laughs> Why? So, there's a lot of things I've done in my youth that I would not, that my my current self would not thank me for. Yeah, but that's because you didn't have that motivational quote. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So if you'd had that a piece of advice way back then... Well, well, what about the past me? Should I be concerned with what my past me thinks about what my current me's doing? Do you think there's anything your past you thanks you for? That's a really good question. Yeah, something to ponder. Something to ponder. Well, there you go. We could just use a Terry Davis motivational quote. Uh, something like, um, suffering is the prize and everyone is a winner. As long as they've suffered. Yeah, true. Yeah. And everyone's... And everyone's what's, that, what's that one again? Suffering is the prize and everyone is a winner. As long as they've paid the entry fee. Well, but it's part of the suffering really, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, well, I suppose if I do Northburn... As long as I run it quick enough, I won't have to, with the lawnmower on my back, I won't have to pay. Yeah, that's a really point. Good point. So, um, maybe you could get there without suffering at all. Sorry? Maybe you can finish without suffering at all. And um, yeah, so maybe uh, winning is finishing with the least suffering. Yeah, with a lawnmower on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I'd go with that. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, okay. all right. Better hang up now. Good to yeah, chat. Okay. Sweet. Until Cheers. next time, see ya. Down on creation and the only explanation I can find Is the love that I've found ever since you've been around Your love's put me at the top